following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Friday. Welcome back. Welcome to Fantasy Beasts and where to find them. I am your host, Kyle Ranney. Joined again this week, Mr. Jason Halt has returned. Jason, how's it going? Good, great. As always, love to be on the episodes. Uh, yeah, it's been nice to have you back and nice to actually have a, a co-worker for these episodes here. Uh, guys, you heard my wonderful voice chime in here and give you the Thursday night rundown. Um... But now we're here to talk about, you know, the rest of the week, some news throughout the week, and uh, some stardom, cinema advice, players we like, players we don't like. Yeah. I mean, you set off the bat, Jason. Uh, Dak's back at practice. Dak's back at practice. Jerry Jones is testing his arm, making sure he can grip. Yeah, uh, so it's looking... For the Bills' defense owners, one of the best things we could have seen, Trey White is back at practice. Yeah, which not... doesn't mean he's playing this week. He's not playing but... this week. He gets the bye week. bye week. He has to play the following week. Yeah. They only have 21 days to activate him. If they do not activate him within three weeks, he's gone for the season. Yeah, so he'll be back probably for Green Bay. Yes. Maybe on a snap count, but... The good news is a lot of people, a lot of supposed inside sources were saying that Trey White's never coming back, if, if at all, at 100%. I mean, I could realistically see him not at 100%, but the only thing that I would see, it would be his speed. So here's the thing, though. His speed, his speed on some of the film that was out there this week, yeah. he looked like he no, hasn't he missed a fine. stop. So, and, and I guess here's the other concern. If he does truthfully lose speed and your concern is him playing corner, Jordan Poyer's contract's up this year. If you're yeah. that concerned but you know he's that smart of, a, as smart of an intelligent player, maybe Trey White becomes a safety. Yeah, and I wouldn't be opposed to it. Or even if you keep Poyer and, I mean, Hyde, Hyde's out for now, but after the end of the season, like I said, use him as a uh, safety, and you have him and Micah Hyde as your safeties. So. Yeah. Um, well, to start it off, I guess we should get underway here. There's four teams you won't hear us talk about this week. That's Detroit, Houston, Vegas, and Tennessee. Uh, we have finally reached bye weeks at the NFL season. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, well, it's cool, but it's also not because people are shitting bricks in terms of their own fantasy lineups here this week. No, I know, but it's just awesome. I like when you get to the final, like your bye weeks, you know, you're in the season, you're getting to that point where it's like make or break and now you have to know what you're doing. Um, one of the really interesting players this week, cause I, I hate him nine times out of 10, but he's got a great matchup this week. Kirk Cousins. He's fantasy quarterback number 12. He's facing the Miami Dolphins this week. The Dolphins are 31st against fantasy quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins has not been great, but he's also not been the worst. He's, he's not playing Russell Wilson football. Um, so, I mean, I like Kirk Cousins this week. I like, I like uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously. But I kind of like Irv Smith as well. Anything you got? Um, I'm looking around at the moment. Um, I 
have we talked about Kirk Cousins. I mean, Daniel Jones is there, but I don't know how much I trust Danny Dimes against the Ravens. I know the Ravens have been tough, but Jones is doing most of his damage on the run. Um, he, I mean, quite honestly, on the run, he hasn't thrown a touchdown in three straight weeks, including a victory against Chicago in which he threw for less than 100 yards. Daniel Jones is just kind of becoming Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I like the Justin Fields matchup. Looks pretty cool. Looks pretty good because he's against the 24th-ranked defense. So that might be a good one for him, especially where they're in Chicago. To finally, that's that's last night as of, as of recording this. Um, oh yeah, it would be. But tonight, and, and even more intriguing one is if we're talking on that. I know that oh, that's it's in, not that's the in, uh, it's in Washington. In Washington, the fun stat of the day, and I guess we'll have known this by the time this releases. Carson Wentz might be the greatest all-time Thursday night football quarterback. He yeah. is six and zero in his history on Thursday. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He is fifteen to two touchdown to interception ratio, and he's thrown for fifteen hundred yards across six games. And that's some. That, that's it, it's it's, it's he. Through. That's the only player in the league that probably wants to play every week on Thursday night. <laughs> like Carson Wentz tends to tends to really bring it when it matters. There, another one I like, and I tend to stay away from this man just because he has a great quarterback on the field, but a fancy quarterback. He is not Kyler amazing. Murray. Not yet, but Tom Brady. Oh. He's playing the 27th ranked defense, and he's got a couple of weapons there, like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. They're both back. They're I got, both playing at I'm playing high Chris Godwin so. as a as a flex spot on my on my FanDuel this week. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, Josh Allen, obviously. Joshua Patrick Allen. Yeah. He's still wide receiver one. You weren't going to sit him, but he gets a really, really tantalizing matchup this week against the Chiefs. They actually have... Him in a favorable matchup against that defense. So Oh, against the Chiefs? Yeah, yeah. they're they're twenty sixth. And they so gotta, he should really kill it. Mahomes is it's saying to sit him for now. Like for for now it's his second like Yeah, it's defense, and not necessarily so. sit him, you know he's gonna play. No, you know but he's like, gonna play, but it's so it's, it's the same thing I said a couple weeks ago when the Bills played the Ravens, when Lamar was QB one of the season so far, and yeah. I said, Listen, I'm not saying Lamar won't have points, but he's not a top twelve quarterback this week. No, I'm yeah. going to say it's the same for Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be a top yeah. 12 quarterback this week in fantasy. Um, I'll tell you this, and I never in my life thought I'd say these words. Geno Smith. Yeah, I see that. Geno Smith has a pretty good Geno's your sixth-ranked quarterback in fantasy, and he's facing the Cardinals, who's, who've allowed a ton of points to quarterbacks. <laughs> Vice versa, though, Kyler Murray has a nice matchup as well. Um <sighs> Yeah, Kyler Murray, that's a nice matchup there. As long as you get better, make sure that there's not a double XP weekend because then you might have an issue. I don't believe there was. That was last weekend. Um, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm going to hammer that all year. I'll tell you right now, uh, the 21, 20, 19, 18 matchups, you can avoid every one of them. I don't need Jacoby Brissett. I don't care if they're facing the Patriots or not. I don't trust Jacoby still. Uh, Russell Wilson, I've traded him in majority of my leagues. We definitely don't trust Russ anymore. No, Russ has not looked like Russ. Miami is facing Minnesota, and if it was two against Minnesota, I think I'd like that. The fact that you're getting most likely Skylar Thompson and an outside chance of Teddy Bridgewater, I don't need to start either of those guys. And Matt Stafford has been the epitome of trash this year. He's averaged less than, or he's averaging one and a half touchdowns a game. No, he's not. He's averaging, he's averaging one touchdown a game. And that includes two games in which he's had less than a touchdown. He's had zero. Yeah, his yardage is there, but he's got more interceptions than touchdowns. That's not pretty. Uh, so we're definitely not pro Matt Stafford anymore in terms of fantasy. 
Um, we we're talking those though those those ugly matchups this week. We talked Pat Mahomes, Marcus Mariota with a real tough one here. The 49ers have been lights out on defense. Um, Justin Herbert's got a tough one, but I think he'll be able to beat that. The Broncos defense, the Broncos defense looks as bad as it does against the quarterback because the Broncos aren't winning games and teams are running the clock out on them. Yeah, so. Uh, Dak's list is questionable, but I'm pretty sure I heard that he's not playing this week already. I wouldn't say that he's playing <laughs> this week either because he's just back at practice. What is it, today? They love Cooper Rush, so for some unknown reason. Frank Letario thinks them. Cooper Rush is the next Joe Flacco. They're winning them games. Um, he's winning them games. You're not starting Matt Ryan. Lamar's got a tough matchup, but you definitely want to start him. Um, the Giants have been tough, but Lamar's not conventional. How how are the Giants against tight end? This is a big question because if the Giants are against good against or bad against tight end, Lamar's going to score points. That's all that matters. Um, running back wise, though, another interesting week here. Um, let me reset. In terms of good matchups, Jonathan Taylor if he plays. Listen, I'm avoiding Melvin Gordon. Jonathan Taylor's supposed to be good to go. As of recording this, he logged a full practice today. Um, so he's expected to be up on FanDuel. He's less than $8,000 for the first time in a very long time. So I'm jumping on JT to be the guy this week. Um, I don't love anything out of, out of Denver. Melvin Gordon has not produced. Mike Boone isn't producing. Latavius Murray's not producing. Uh, Arizona, James Conner's got a good matchup. But if Kyler can't keep him in the game ahead of time, I'm not worrying about Arizona defense. Uh, your dude, one of my favorite matchups this week. Hey, diddle, diddle, Singletary up the middle. Devin Singletary's ran pretty well recently. Um, he's, granted, like, it's tough because you never know when you're going to get him the ball, but if you like to throw the ball at him, he's he's getting touches. Uh, he's getting 15 touches a game usually. He's going to do something well against against Kansas City this week. So I, I'm firing up Devin Singletary on all cylinders. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, a big fire up because it's a concern if Damian Williams is going to play this week. So it's going to be all Ramondre this week. He's worth your start. Um, LA's got a decent matchup, but like Daryl Henderson hasn't taken the ball, and neither has Cam Aker. They've both been incredibly disappointing this year. Delvin Cook with a great matchup. He's coming off a huge game. Uh, two touchdowns against Chicago. He's got Miami. Miami's not going to... I guess that's the problem with, like, we already talked up liking... Um, what is his name? Why am I blanking on the quarterback? Kirk Cousins. The problem with Kirk Cousins might honestly be they might get up so early that it's just going to be the Delvin Cook show where they just hand the ball off to him. Yeah. Uh, which be... which is even more beneficial for Delvin Cook owners. Yeah, it would say beneficial for Delvin Cook owners to say the same thing. A decent matchup against the Bears on Thursday was the uh, Washington running backs, but I don't know if you saw this news. A week after returning and running out to many men, Brian Robinson Jr. is a starting running back against the Bears. Yeah, I saw that. He bumped him from number two to number one. How good is it going to be, though? We already talked about that. Like, a great story, good for him. But it's a kid who never got the ball rolling well at Bama. He didn't run well against D1 talent, and now he comes to the pros. He had a decent camp, and he ran his first week for a 2.8-yard per carry average. What about that screamed out, hey, he's our starter? Like I, I don't know. Maybe locker room guy? That's great, but that doesn't win you football games. I don't know. I can't tell you. I'm not the another yeah. coach. You already said uh, Jonathan Taylor. We love Jonathan Taylor this week. Raheem Mozart's another one that's intriguing. 
as long as he plays, he is the clear-cut number one there now in Miami, basically. Yeah. Chase Edmonds cannot handle that backfield. Uh, Mostert was great last week. So if Mostert's in and you've got him, fire him up. Same with Jeff Wilson Jr. He's got a good matchup. I don't I don't care that Tevin Coleman had two touchdowns last week. He had seven total touches. The, the touch production does not equate. That's the equivalent of people panicking with Washington saying Diami Brown's better than Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaren, and Jahan Dotson. Yeah. Because he scored two touchdowns and had a 30-point day on four targets. Yeah. No, he made the most out of his targets. The target share's not there. I, um, Leonard Fournette, I think that's going to be the, I You said Tom Brady. I think Fournette's the way that they, they win this game against uh, the Steelers. I, I don't trust Tom still. He's not doing it. The divorce is really screwing with him. I just... I get, I you know, just I saw what Buffalo did to Pittsburgh last week, so yeah. But I'm still thinking that Brady is Brady, and he's still going to pick apart a pretty young defense. Yeah, for the Steelers, pretty inexperienced because they just keep losing players too. Yeah. Uh, Carolina, on the other hand, Christian McCaffrey, he's uh, got a tough matchup, but he's the fifth ranked running back. He's going to continue to produce, especially because they have no head coach. Well, they have a interim head coach, uh, Najee Harris. Number 30 ranked running back. I'm not expecting that to get better this week. You can probably bench him. And that's something nobody wants to hear. Uh, Elvin Kamara, tough matchup this week. I don't love that. He's already struggled a lot. Miles Sanders, this is going to be the first test here. Everyone keeps fighting me. Why are you so against Miles Sanders? I don't think he's good. I think Jalen Hurts does most of that. And they've got a very tough matchup against the Cowboys who stopped the run well. Jalen Hurts going to have to win this game with his arm. Yeah. Definitely going to have to... I'll tell you another intriguing one, though, here, because Atlanta's facing a very tough matchup. Atlanta against the 49ers. 49ers are number one against the pass, number six against the run. What's going to give? How? If you want to be in this game, you got to do something. Yeah. So you got to. I think they're going to run. I think Tyler Algier is going to be given the chance to go, hey, this is my backfield now. So I'm not telling you to start Tyler Algier, but I'm not telling you it's not a bad choice either. Uh, tight ends. I know that's your favorite position to usually go I to. I love tight ends. Got Zach Ertz with, Ertz with a nice matchup against Seattle. They have not stopped anybody. He's your fourth-ranked tight end. So Ertz with a nice matchup. Uh, flip the script, though. Arizona's the second-worst team against tight end. Noah Font might be the guy to come out of this and have a decent game. I know Will Disley's had the targets, but Font's uh, been looking pretty good lately. George Kittle uh, hasn't done anything. Finally got healthy. He had uh, six targets for five catches and 47 yards. He'll have about the same thing this week, I think. Maybe touchdown dependent, but I don't see him being more than like a 15-point guy. Yeah, Irv Smith Jr.'s got a great matchup against the tight end this week, so that looks I like awesome that for owners of him, which I am. So, does Pat Fryermuth, as long as he's healthy? I know the, the big concern here is he still has not cleared protocol. He's still in concussion protocol as of today. Um, but if he's healthy... Ugh. Yeah, if he's healthy, the Bucks have not done well against tight end. So, I like Fryermuth. Um, Evan Ingram to an extent. Well, even if he's not up, Kate Otten it would be the next guy up, and he had like 13 points. No, no, no. For time. You were talking... Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking Tampa. No, no. Pat Fryermuth's playing against Tampa. Oh, okay. Uh, Kate Otten had a nice week last week, though. Kate Otten has, I think, a middle-of-the-road matchup. I'm intrigued by that one. Yeah, Kate Otten's got a 12th ranked matchup. I don't think Brate's going to play. And I think Otten's probably going to be your new number one in Tampa. It's looking like it. And I like it because I have I had all the tight ends that played for Tampa. So here's the thing. Point. You lost Cameron Brate. Ot, or Otten played one of three games to start the season. 
Yeah. Break goes down. Otten sees four targets, catches three catch or three passes week one or week four. Break doesn't play. Otten goes six catches on seven seven targets. Brady's targeting him early and often. So yeah, Kate so Otten's uh Kate Otten's a guy who might be worth your fantasy pickup if you need one. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you need a tight end, that's a pickup right there with uh the tight end dilemma there, I would say. Yeah. Um I'm trying to figure that out right now, actually. A good thing that I got that I can make that pick up on the air. Um but no, uh tight ends are are weird. Tight ends have been I saw something the other day that said uh, tight ends, you either have Travis Kelsey or you're you're okay with five points out of your player. Yeah, and that's the most much. accurate statement of the year. Oh, I don't. I have Travis Kelsey in the league, and I don't really even use him as a tight end. He's in my flex wide receiver spot or something usually like that. The only time he's in my tight end spot, I mean, right now he's in my tight end. So this will put it into some perspective too, though. Travis Kelsey faces Buffalo, who's six against tight end. Yeah, they've been phenomenal. That'll be a fun matchup this week. Um, obviously, if you have an indie tight end, you're probably not starting him. But Jelani Woods, Moali Cox, tough matchup. Ty Conklin, he's fallen off big time. He's got a very tough matchup. Don't got to worry about firing him up. Hayden Hurst coming off a solid matchup. He's got another tough matchup this week. Uh, New England tight ends are in shambles. Don't worry about Hunter Henry or Jimmy Smith. Kyle Pitts, another tough matchup. You got to hope that if he plays, they're going to start firing it up. It's that simple because there's not much else going well in Atlanta. Yeah, and when you're blocking with a unicorn of a tight end, it's not a good it's idea. It's not a great idea when you got probably the next Travis Kelsey in your lineup and you're not using him. I'll tell you this much: Thursday night football tonight, as we're recording this, I'm intrigued. One of the players you and I liked a lot out of this draft class finally kind of gets a chance to shine. Oh yeah, Cole Turner should be active tonight for oh, Nevada. Yeah, that'd be real cool. Um, Logan Thomas isn't starting. John Bates is not really a receiving tight end. I'd be stoked to see Cole Turner come out and do something big tonight break out and be like, hey, guys, I'm here. Um, Tyler Higby. Higby's got the Panthers. Uh, I think the Panthers are going to be a real issue just with how bad the offense is going to be. We've talked about this with Higby all or all season. Um, in four or five weeks, yeah, he's seen nine-plus targets. Might not be catching all of them at that rate, but 11, 9, 4, 14, and 10. And the four-target game was the, was the anomaly that was against the worst team in the league against tight end. He could have probably gone for at least 12 in that game. Yeah, definitely. Matt Stafford's thrown early and often at the tight end, so it's well worth your chances, especially if you're in a PPR or a tight end premium league. Higby's your guy right now. Uh, and then receivers. Anything you got receiver-wise you like this week, Jay? Uh, Yeah, let me take a look at where I just had the You end. already talked about two of them with Mike Evans and Chris oh, Godwin. Yeah, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are one of my um, two of my like good matchups this week just because it is against – Pittsburgh, who and got smoked last week, got smoked last week, and they do have like name corners like Minka Fitzpatrick or like I mean, well, Levi I think Wallace, Minka plays but, safety, but Levi, I'm talking like secondary, yeah, I mean, Levi, but, a Keller Weatherspoon, um, but like they're just Cameron not Sutton, the they're not that team that they used to. There's no Joe were. Hayden, there's no, there, no Steven Nelson. Like they've gotten rid of some of the better corners in football to put out the team they have now. Um, one, I mean, obviously, like obvious ones, Justin Jefferson is just, you always, is, yeah. it's always a start, but especially this week, this week is, he's looking like he's going to have an awesome week. Um, we can go down. Jamar Chase is another one that I like. I Which mean, is, I already said Mike Evans cause he's against the 32nd defense. 
So those, those fire up any of your Tampa Bay receivers this week. I'll really. tell you this, which is which is ugly. Um, should have a nice matchup, but DJ Moore, I just don't trust the quarterback play to 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 want to start him. Like he's 49th ranked receiver. If you can find a way to keep him out of your lineup, you got to keep him out of your lineup. Um, Darnell Mooney should have a good matchup this week, but I don't trust that he's going to finally do it. Um, another one of my favorite ones, sleeper, I think this week too, because people aren't thinking about him is Isaiah McKenzie. Yep. Just because that Kansas City defense, that slot position receiver that he plays it's is always so, a struggle. Always a struggle. Especially Kansas City, it's always a struggle for them to cover. Yeah. So like I fire up Isaiah McKenzie, those guys that are in the slot this week. You're sleeper as well. You you want to talk super sleeper. Khalil Shakir. You know Buffalo's gonna have to score. You know Gabe Davis can score against this team. You know Stuff Diggs can score against this team. Okay, let's say they try to figure out and fix the three wide. Okay, go to a four wide. Who's covering Khalil Shakir? They don't got it. Yeah, they just don't got it. I think I think you're going to see a lot of passes spread out in Buffalo this week, and it's going to be a fun game if you're a Bills fan. Uh, I want to see still what the final injury report is from the Chargers and who Jerry Judy's expected to get. Because like as much as Russ has been bad, Jerry Judy's still getting the ball. So Jerry Judy's a matchup that's worth playing, especially with a good matchup this week. You said Justin Jefferson already. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, good matchup as well. He's against oh, yeah. the Eagles. That's been the the best the best thing to, to target against Philly has been the nickel corner. And CeeDee Lamb gets the most slot reps. Um, Philadelphia, on the other hand. So, A.J. Brown might be a fun one. A.J. Oh, yeah? Brown this week against Philly, or against Dallas, you know he's going to see Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs might have a pick, but Trayvon Diggs is also known for getting roasted. Yeah. So AJ Brown for 10, 100 and a touch is not out of reach. No, I could see it. Yeah, definitely. Especially like I said, he let up a lot of yardage, like one-on-one yardage. And that's what you're going to be really playing against. Yeah. AJ Brown is one-on-one. Maybe have some safety help. But... I'll tell you who I don't like this week. And I've loved him all year, but I'm definitely fading on him this week. Uh, we do not stand going with uh, Romeo Dobbs this week. He's got a pretty tough matchup against the Jets' defense because he's probably your number one. And the Jets' secondary, for as goofy as they have been put together, has been tr- phenomenal this Tremendous, year. yeah. They've been looking... It's going to be a fun matchup against the Bills. Yeah, I know all matchup. the Bills fans are going to say we're going to blow them out, but, man, Sauce Gardner's he's stirring the sauce. I can still see us having a... It's still going to be a fun game. It's going to be a great game. But, guys, I think that'll about do it for this episode. Jason, unless you got anything else you want to say? No, uh, just thank you for listening, as always. Um... Talk to us throughout the week. If you've got any questions about your fantasy football, we will always answer them. Just thanks for listening. Seriously, we love you guys. Absolutely. Much appreciated, guys. We thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to give us a tune-in on Sundays where we do our fantasy live over on YouTube and our Facebook page. Um, Shout-out to our sponsors, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo, Charlie at Renegade Studios, and Kyle down in in uh, Corpus Christi, Texas with Chicken Dippin'. But until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.